Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Hey girl, welcome to this new episode of The Fearless Mujer. I'm so excited that you're hanging out with me. Thanks for stopping by for another cup of virtual cafecito. Hey, you're in for a treat on today's episode because I had an amazing mujer on the podcast. Her name is Rosalvi Marte, and she is here to tell us all about premium branding. She is the founder and principal of Marte & Co., an all-in-one consulting agency based out of New York that helps entrepreneurs and small businesses position their brand as premium using omni-channel marketing strategies with their proprietary framework, BBMS which is business branding, marketing, and sales. She has a lot of experience working with international marketing and sales for multi-million global brands for over a decade. She knows what it takes to position a brand, not nationally, but internationally. She learned business strategies and consulting from a very young age through her family's consulting business and has continued to grow her knowledge through corporate and now her own consulting business. Guys, let me tell you, she is so smart and you're going to love her. She is Dominican. She is just so energetic. And I just loved having this cafecito chat with her. So she's going to tell us what it took for her to get to where she is. And she's also telling us like she had to invest in herself at the worst time possible like when all of the pandemic happened but she took a chance on herself and she's also going to tell us what it takes to really step out there as an entrepreneur even if you have limited resources so let me just tell you guys you are in for a treat make sure you share this episode with your amigas and I'm telling you you do not want to miss out on sharing this episode with other women because, you know, something powerful happens when we lift each other up as mujeres. I truly believe that. And hey, if you want to check out Rosalvi, you want to find out what she's doing, she's on Instagram at Rosalvi Marte, R-O-S-S-A-L-V-I-M-A-R-T-E. All right, guys, God bless. Hey girl, I'm Micaela, a mother, wife, Jesus follower, podcaster, empowerment coach, and a Chicana who loves her cafecito. I'm on a mission to empower each mujer to give herself permission to be the woman God created her to be. Because just like you, I wear many hats. Girl, I see you trying to take care of everyone else. But on this podcast, I invite you to grab your cafecito or glass of wine. Sit back, relax, because I'm going to mentor you and teach you how to stop being afraid of becoming the woman you know you were meant to be. So you ready? All right, girl, let's do this. Hey, girl, welcome to a new episode of The Fearless Mujer. I am so excited that you're hanging out with me and that we're having another cup of virtual cafecito. 
On today's episode, I'm so excited. I have a really inspiring, amazing, fearless mujer named Rosalvi who is joining me today. And so I want to welcome you to the Fearless Mujer podcast, Rosalvi. Thank you so much, Mikael. I'm so excited to be here. Me too. Hello, everyone, everyone that's listening in. Yeah, thank you for joining us. I am I'm super excited. And when I get excited, I start talking really fast. <laughs> so oh, that's me too. <laughs> so this is going to be a fun cafecito chat. But Rosalvi, tell listeners a little bit about who you are. I know that you are into branding, but just tell us like all the good stuff about you. Well, yeah, I love this question. Um, number one, let me start by I am Dominican. I live in New York um, and I came to the United States in 2009 to live the American dream. Um, that's why you hear my accent, right? <laughs> so I came here because I wanted to study in New York, international business. I did that and I knew this since I was like nine years old. Um I came here, I went to college and I got the opportunity. One of my dreams was to work in Wall Street. And I was able to do that while I was training for JP Morgan Chase. Then I kind of like went the other route, not international trading, but more like the business part of it. So I started having like internships and jobs that allow me to learn more about what I was studying in college. So I work in the corporate world in international business, specifically in marketing and sales for over a decade. And I'm a mom too. I am a wife as well. And I decided to leave my corporate job last year after formalizing my consulting firm. That's a little bit about me. Um, I got inspired um, to do this because uh, first of all, I come from a consulting background. My dad is a consulting, um, he has a consulting business in Dominican Republic. So I grew up around this. I know what consulting is and all that and going to different businesses. I also was like his little marketing assistant. Like <laughs> I would prepare the presentations. I would create, you know, help out in the workshops and all of that. So I grew up around that. And then I always had a side hobby. I am into fashion. I love fashion. So I sold um, clothing like used and new online in e-commerce for the last, I don't even know how many years since I was in college. And I was always doing that on the side. But last year I really hit um, bottom because I had the opportunity to work from home and kind of like feel what it was to like have the kids around and like even eat lunch with them. Because throughout the week, I would make it home like super late. I would make it home around 7 p.m. And I, when I had my first child, um, he is now four. I remember I was like, man, going back to work, going back to the corporate world, what is this going to look like? And then, you know, it, it took me a while. Even I left him with one of my friends and I refused to put him in daycare because I just couldn't. Um, and I did that. But then when my second child came around, was born in 2019. I was already doing e-commerce, but I felt like there was something more that I wanted to do. So I was like last year, I'm like, what am I going to do? I will never forget January was a snow day. And I'm like looking, should I get into a master's? I was thinking about trading like I'm an international trading master. 
so many different things that could help me be better in the corporate world. But then COVID hit and then I found this course from like Tony Robbins and Dean Graciosi that I found through a podcast, Jenna mm-hmm. Kutcher, um, the Gold Digger podcast. So my journey has to do a lot with a podcast um, because I got inspired every day I would drive to work while I was working. I had my headphones on all day cleaning. So I learned so much from podcasts. Um, that's why I want to launch one too, to give back as well, because I got very inspired through that podcast. And I'm so thankful that I did that. And I got the opportunity to be mentored by Jenna in a private group of hers, if you join through her. And then through there, I joined Mastermind. So I didn't stop like COVID hit. And I'll never forget, like the course was so expensive. And at that moment, I was just looking like, what is going to happen? Like the world, like, you know, Nobody was talking about the unemployment. Nobody was talking about any money. So I was a little bit scared, to be honest with you. Like, am I going to make an investment? Why? I don't know what's going to happen. Like my job, thankfully, like I knew that we were stable, uh, but I didn't know anything else. And, you know, I invested on that. And that was the best thing. It was at the worst moment, you know, financially, but it was at the best moment in my life. And I was going to work. I had my kids. And then I was studying and also consulting. I did a lot of free consulting, helping businesses like get online because their shop closed through COVID. So I I was doing that a lot for free uh, for friends and family and people that I just met. And I did that during programs. And when I went back to work after working from home for a couple months, I got, it was like bittersweet. Mm -hmm. And my mind was already like, working with the clients. So, you know, I love performing well. And I, you know, I told the company um, already, I wasn't feeling like I wanted to be there, not because of anything, but just because I'm honest, you know, my mind was not there. I was already super excited to get out of work and like make it home, talk to the clients and all that. So I started reducing my hours um, because not because of the business, but because I hit burnout Mm -hmm. um, and I didn't have time for my kids. And I started getting out of work earlier. Like they were so flexible with me and I did that and I would have more time with the kids, but it was not enough. Then I tried to like work from home one day, but it wasn't possible. And then I just cut my hours and they allowed me to work um, Monday through Thursday. And, you know, I had Fridays off. So I did a little bit of self-care and I was working on the business until like for five months. And then I multiply like my corporate income. And my goal was to leave February 2nd this year. Um, And I launched officially March last year and I left October um, last year. So under five months, I was like, wait a second, I can do this. And then (laughs) there was a week where I launched this beta program, like a challenge. And I sold out, like I made in a week, like what I didn't make in three months, I think in my corporate job. And I was like, you know what, this is it. This is the sign. And I prayed about it. I was like, you know what, if this is for me, God is going to open the way for me to do it. God is going to help me, you know, and I always want to glorify God in everything that I do. So no, it happened. And now I'm here talking with you. Wow. That's incredible. Like, I love that you just mentioned, like, this is it. This is basically like what I'm supposed to do, because there's so many women that hold themselves back. And and a lot of times it's a subconscious thing. Like they don't realize that there's all these 
root issues that are really holding them back, like fear, you know, limiting beliefs and stuff. But I love, I love one thing that, first of all, thank you for sharing, because that is so inspiring and empowering. Try to summarize it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm trying. (laughs) No, but it's, it's so good and so real. Like you were already this successful woman, right? This mom, you were, you were juggling, right? Like I say, we all wear different hats, but you were, you were doing it, right? You were going to work, being in corporate and and being married and kind of doing what a lot of us Latinas do, right? We're juggling life and you were successful, but you felt like there was more for you. And I feel like in the times where things look the worst, things look most uncertain is when God does kind of put us in a situation where, all right, I'm going to test your faith. What, What are you willing to do? And so you know, one of the things that I, I do tell women is like, you're, you, you're not going to grow unless you invest in yourself. Investing oh, yeah. in yourself is, it's scary, especially mm-hmm. when your bank account is like, no girl, don't do it. But you're like, yeah. no, like I believe in this. Right. And now you're like, because I invested in myself now, here I am here. You are with your, with your own business, a successful business. And so I just, that is just so inspiring and wow. <laughs> Thank you. No, yeah, you got it right. Like when you said like your bank account, you know, will tell you, you can't, but you know what? I even sold things during COVID. Like I was already selling clothes and there's so many ways to do it. And the way that I would think about it, I don't know if some of your listeners are still in the corporate world or not even in corporate, any like eight to five, nine to five, nine to six, whatever you want to call it. Um, I don't want to tell people like you have to leave the corporate world, but I would tell you one thing. I wasn't seeking uh, money. I was not seeking, you know, just to do nothing because I can't be without doing anything. My personality does not allow me to just like stay home mom. And no, I like the hybrid and I apply. I'm not going to lie. When I had my first child, I remember that was when I, I, I actually joined the company, the last company that I work with. Uh, while I was pregnant and I didn't even know, I found out after they hired wow. me. And during that time, I had a rate, like I was applying. I, like as soon as I found out, I was like, oh my gosh. Like, and I got to apply. I'm not going to lie. I applied to like a hundred, more than a hundred jobs that were like work from home. Mm-hmm. And that was a luxury back in the day before COVID, right? Mm-hmm. Now you can do anything from home because this is the world that we're living. So if you're listening, you don't have to like leave your job. But what I was looking was flexibility. If I had an opportunity, somebody told me, hey, you're going to be able to do what you love, you know, marketing, sales and all of that. But I'm going to give you a flexible schedule schedule, sorry, where you're not going to feel uncomfortable when you have to call out because your kids are sick because you have two kids. Right. There are days that I need off and that's not counting like vacation. I didn't take vacation for the longest time wow. because my days were like for sick. I have two kids, two toddlers, so they would get sick. And then some days I needed for church and I didn't take vacation or like time off for the longest time. And to me, that was like burning me out. I'm like, until when, until when, and you don't have to, um, sacrifice your children. You know, I am not saying like, leave your job, but you know, maybe many, maybe negotiate. I think like so many companies nowadays, they're willing to negotiate. Like I believe a hundred percent that moms, because I'm a mom and I feel it in my heart. 
you know, moms deserve to have flexible schedules yeah. where you don't have, where you don't feel like, man, like I have to call out, like I will almost pray for my kids not to get sick. Whenever my kids got sick, I was just like, oh my gosh, tomorrow I'm going to have to call out or this evening I'm going to have to send a text. And they were not mean about it, but still, you yeah. know, you still feel it. You still have work to do. You feel, you feel overwhelmed. You feel the anxiety because you're calling out and you know, there is another way. And I wrote it in my journal last year that one of my goals was to go to the Dominican Republic, like September last year. I said, I want to go, I want to be able to go to the Dominican Republic for like one month with my kids. Um, because I knew my husband can take a month off. <laughs> and actually, I did that this year. Wow, I went that's awesome. In May for wow. one month with the kids because my parents are there. So these little things like I want, I live here and all my family is in Rhode Island and like Dominican Republic. My husband's family is not here either. So I want them to be able to like know their family. Yeah. And it was like printing me out like, man, I can never go to my current public. Every time I went was like five days over the weekend, always like flash. Mm-hmm. Like, they would call me like that sometimes because <laughs> I travel for like from Thursday to Saturday. Even my sister's graduation, I'll never forget. I left a Friday night and I came back Saturday night, something like that. Wow. And it was always like running. And I'm like, you know what? what is, what is it like to have a job, like to have a successful career if you don't enjoy and you don't have time? Like, I'm not going to do this for the rest of my life. And thinking about what would happen with my kids, like would I have to drop them off at daycare and have the bus pick them up and the same thing in the evening and then pick them up and then go home late and then do it all over again for what? To have weekends off? So I couldn't bear with that. Like I wanted to, in the middle of the day, if I wanted to go to the gym, I could go to the gym. I even got my kids doctors around my schedule so that the, the latest doctor that closed at 8 p.m. since they were born so that I don't have to go and ask my job for more time because I have to. So everything. And then what about me? Yeah. I missed so many appointments. Like I didn't even, and I'm embarrassed to say this, but many appointments I canceled that I had because I felt like, I'm already asking for too much time. You know, I'm already like over the time that I can ask off and I didn't mind taking non-paid time off, uh, but still, you know. Yeah. Wow. So that was what really pushed me. And again, I loved what I did. So if you love what you do, not everybody wants to be an entrepreneur, right? We, mm-hmm. we need people everywhere. But there are ways where you can talk to you, your job and like see what they're willing to do. And if not, you know, There are other ways for you to start a business. There's so many things, but my thing is that I don't want, like, I don't want to see more moms, especially Latinas Mm -hmm. that work so hard in this country. We all know that. And they have like three jobs and like so many things. And then you don't get to spend time with your kids. And then your kids grow up. And what's the story you want them to tell about you? You want them to say, well, my mom worked hard, but she was never there. Or you want them to say, you know, my mom worked hard, but she was there. You know, we had balance. Um, or, or what is it that you want them to say? Do you want them to see that? Oh, we only travel once a year. That was a one time we got because so many families get it wrong. I'm sorry to say this, but they think that by working hard and by just taking the kids to Disney World once a year. And that's like the one week you have off with your kids or 
No. So I personally think that especially the times that we're living in right now, kids need more affection because technology is taking over the world and we need to be there with them. Like there's, there's so many things that we need to educate the kids more and more and more nowadays. So how are you going to educate them with the tablet, the TV, and only the teachers at school? So I think there has to be some type of quality time. Even me taking my son to school or picking him up, I'm talking to him. I'm asking him questions. Yeah. I'm teaching him words in Spanish. So that's what pushed me. And I'm so happy that I did that because well, where I am right now, I, I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful and blessed. Oh, my goodness. I love, I just love everything you said. Um, but I want to kind of touch on because I'm also a mom. My kids are a little bit older because I started super, super young. Um, but, you know, for me, I was raised by my dad. So really having I think kids really do need that stability and they need a parent who's present, who's, mm-hmm. you know, there that they know even even little things like, oh, my mom cooks us dinner after school or whatever. I think those are things that kids really remember, but I wanted to just kind of touch on what you were saying, because for two things, number one, I think that this American culture glorifies the the hustle, right? The hustle hard. Like, it's like, I don't know, like this badge, right? Like I'm, I'm hustling hard. And number two is that there's a lot, we were talking about this before we hit record. Like there's so many women that feel like there's more for them. Um, they, they have these gifts and they just have this kind of drive. Like we're hard workers for sure. So many women are leaders. They're just natural born leaders and they start to feel there's more for me. I don't know what it is, but there's more for me. But because we've been conditioned to go to work and get your paycheck and just be happy, we sometimes don't push our limits. We don't test our own limits. And so I love that you mentioned that because you knew even as a successful woman, right, to me, like I I don't know you very well, right? But wow, you were in corporate. You kind of had what a lot of people want you still believe that there was more for you and you went for it. So I guess what I want to ask you is what do you love about what you're doing currently? Uh, Everything. (laughs) (laughs) I love um, the fact that I get to impact, um, you know, a lot of people, like thousands of people. Um, I love, you know, serving others. And I just love the fact that this is one of the things that, I like to tell my clients about is that I work for really good companies. I learned a lot. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't, you know, part of what I learned in the corporate world, because it's what shaped me into mm-hmm. who I am today. It allowed me to see who I wanted to be and who I did not want to be as a leader. So I can't say that, you know, I had a great experience. Like all my, all the people that I work with, they had a great experience. Um, but now I get to impact more than one company, you know, while being at one company, I look at them, even I would see the company that I work for as a client, like, yes, I'm doing this. Like I got excited about anything I did that was related to what I wanted to do because I was honest to like, and my boss knew like, yeah, we have like this tedious task that we have to do. I'm like, yeah, I know (laughs) they need to get done, but everybody knew I got excited about marketing. Um, So I'm so passionate about ideas and creating 
things and innovating. And I love to, you know, recently I had a client that she came to me and she's working. She knows Spanish, like she teaches Spanish, uh, but she also is into financial coaching. And we did a product suite of like different ways of income within this two talents that she has. Wow. Yeah. Say too much information because it's launching <laughs> next year, but I just love the fact how she came to me with one thing and she's walking out with so many different things that it was not under her radar, but because together we're working on a strategy, you know, you know, diversifying income, like not putting all of your eggs in one basket. I love that part of it. I love sales and I have a unique trio. Like I have a unique framework where I love branding because I'm into fashion. You can see a little bit like I'm into <laughs> interior design as well. Like I love anything that is creative and that you can beautify. Like I love makeup. So anything that you can put a touch like painting, creativity, I love that. So I took that part and creating the branding side of my business. Then the marketing and sales came from, you know, my corporate experience. And I'm so good at like, you know, defining like things and like the operations and auditing. And I'm very analytical and data um, driven. So I just put everything together that I love to do and created my own unique framework. And you know what? So many people told me when I started, you need to do one. Wow. no, I'm not going to do one because people come to me for business consulting. And part of it, it's like, you know, doing their product suite, extracting the different products and pricing and all of that. They don't know how to price. They don't know what to do. They don't know the software. But then for what? Because they need marketing help. I know marketing. So what am I going to do? Tell them, you know what? Because my mentor told me that I should only do one thing. Even though I know marketing, I'm not going to tell you about it. No, then it all ties in together. And my specialty is like business and operations, branding, marketing, and sales. And I love to take it, you know, into a journey because you need all of them. And that's, that was my way of like being different and having like my unique value proposition, because I could just do web and branding. That's one side of the business. I can just do business consulting. I can just be a sales consultant, or I can just be a marketing consultant. How many people tell you, but I follow what my instinct said. And I found mentors that told me after like, yeah, you can do this. Like, yeah, there's no need to, you know, only do one thing. So that's wow. a little bit disruptive, but that's who I am. And that's why I enjoy doing it because for me, it's not work. Yeah. Sales to me, it's like, I tell everybody, like, if you're a listener and you are scared of sales, I'm going to give you one tip today. When you have a headache or migraine, what is the one thing? Personally, I don't take medications. I'm I not take Excedrin. <laughs> but you take Excedrin, like, right? I, you I, need, I need this migraine to not come here. <laughs> exactly. I hold on a little bit because I'm, I don't like medications, but the normal people <laughs> will take Tylenol, Excedrin, Aleve. It's the same thing. You go and buy it or you have it in your cabinet. If you're selling something, you are that Tylenol, you are that Excedrin to the person's problem. So the problem that they have is, I don't know, maybe they need better budget. Maybe they need marketing help. Maybe they need mindset. Then you are the pill. You are that Tylenol. You are that Excedrin. And if you think about it like that, you're never going to feel like you're salesy or, you know, you're pushing because you are doing what they're asking you. You know, you have this solution to that problem. 
So I can talk about sales all day long and I tie them all together because marketing and sales usually is separated in a corporate world. And they're always sometimes like bumping heads because marketing is like, okay, we did the strategy and then sales like, okay, where are the leads? Maybe we didn't have a good marketing strategy, but I got the opportunity to be on both sides. So I don't separate them. So if you work with me, you know, you're going to get the whole entire framework because I'm going to audit your business and see what is it that you need, where you are, and then we're going to take a decision into what can I offer you because I just can't separate them. So that's basically what I love about what I do. Wow. And you, I just, just in that little time there, you just blew my mind because, you know, as, as someone who is a coach and I think like a coach, I know how much I need that Excedrin when I feel that migraine coming or I wake up with a migraine and I'm a mom, I have to drive the kids to school and then I might have a call or whatever it is. Right. So if I don't have that Excedrin, I'm going to have a terrible migraine. And Mm -hmm. if you know anything about migraines, you know, it's not just a headache. It makes you nauseous. It makes you sorry, but it makes you go to the bathroom. It's really bad. It's horrible. It really is. Um, So that was that guys, I know there are entrepreneurs that listen. You are the Excedrin to the migraine. That was so good. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That was so good. Um, So we're just going to kind of transition into branding. Can you tell us like, what's the difference from just normal branding to like premium branding? So I think because that's one of the things that scares, like I've talked to women who want to start a business, but they're scared because they think, oh, first of all, they think it's just about a logo, but it's not right. But also they start to get kind of that fear where like, oh, I can't do this because I don't know how to brand myself. I don't know how to really connect. So what can you tell us about like regular branding versus premium branding? Yeah. So we all, we all want premium. If I ask your listeners, um, they're either listening from Apple podcasts or they're probably listening from Spotify, probably Spotify. A lot of people are using it now. You're probably paying $9.99 while you're not listening from like the regular Apple podcast that is free. If you have an Apple um, phone, that's one. So you're looking for something more. You have this premium service. Let's start with that, with the podcast example. So you probably have a smartphone if you're listening to this podcast and a smartphone, you don't have the the regular, you know, old fashioned phone. You have a smartphone that takes good pictures. You know, it's high quality. You can download all your apps. Your memory is probably not the regular one. Um, And if you have it is because you haven't gotten there yet. So you are always looking for premium. You're always looking for that elevated um, experience. When you go to Starbucks, I love talking about Starbucks and Apple because two of my favorite brands, and we know that they are great brands, but what is the difference between getting a Starbucks cup and a regular white cup with no Starbucks logo? Um, Same material of cup, same thing. One has Starbucks logo and the other one doesn't. Are you going to take a picture the same way you're excited about taking a picture and sharing it online with Starbucks? No, because you feel special. You just feel like, oh my gosh, I went to Starbucks and got my favorite drink. It's an experience. Going to Starbucks, it's like, I don't think I see more coffee online than Starbucks (laughs) drink on Instagram stories or like the the cup in the hand. Even you, because I do help clients with branding photo shoots, even like, yeah, I, I walking around with like a Starbucks cup. 
like that it's part of the branding because they like that yeah so we go to Starbucks because maybe some people don't like the coffee I love the coffee even though right now I can't have coffee for a while um but I'm having the decaf from there which is good (laughs) And you go there because the sound, the, the, the atmosphere, the couches, they put your name on the cup. That is premium. You go to, I'm so sorry if you like Dunkin' Donuts, but you go to Dunkin' Donuts and you don't get the service. I don't like Dunkin' Donuts at all. Um, so sorry for the ones that like it, (laughs) but to me, I rather get gas station coffee than going to Dunkin' Donuts because it's not, the coffee is not good. Well, it's not uh, consistent so, either. I've learned that you yes. can get a whole different coffee, oh, yes. a different Dunkin'. So, yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I tried different Dunkin's and there was one drink that they had. Like, I think it's like the chai latte that it it's OK, mm-hmm. but I'd rather have gas station coffee. So here's your example. Even though I love Starbucks coffee because it's the, the, the experience, I just love strong coffee. I'd rather have a gas station coffee because it tastes stronger. It tastes better. Is a gas station premium? No, but I'm looking for the quality of the coffee here. So premium does not only come with the price. It comes with the experience. It comes with the quality. You can have one example that I love to give people. It's like, I didn't know about thrift stores until I was like in Wall Street. Like in Dominican Republic, they have something, but it was not a thrift store that I went. So I remember in Wall Street, there was something. And then I am like, why are these women from like Wall Street that have money going to the stores like secondhand? Well, because they have premium products at an affordable price that have high quality and that, you know, you can probably get a Louis Vuitton bag, like a high quality luxury bag from a thrift store and not buy it new, you know, and you're going to save money on a premium product. But maybe the thrift store from the outside doesn't look pretty, but the inside, they have the premium product. Maybe the experience is not the best, but they're looking for the premium product. So think about premium brand has different avenues, different ways to look at it. It has to do with the quality. It has to do with the experience that you receive and sometimes with the pricing. However, I love like going to Target and like seeing different brands and even Sephora. The other day, there's this brand called The Ordinary. I've seen it online so many times, so many times. And I'm thinking because it's a Sephora and because I see all these influencers talking about it in my mind, I was ready that that thing was like 80 bucks. Mm-hmm. It was $6. Wow, are you serious? <laughs> $6. It's like this facial um, thing. It's like red. It looks almost like blood and mm-hmm. it's by the ordinary but the packaging and everything and because i've seen it online so many times i was ready like when i i was like maybe they have the small bottle it's probably like 30 and like the bigger bottle is probably like 80 dollars. i remember i clearly as a grandma like, wait <laughs> what is seven is there a sample for seven because you know they give, <laughs> he's like no it's an actual bottle and i'm like oh my gosh Wow. How can I not buy this? Like it's only seven dollars. Yeah. So they have in Sephora that we know they have like different tiers of pricing. But yeah. because I've seen their recommendations so much and because of the packaging already, I assume was $80. So you have this example, and now I'm excited. Mm-hmm. There's other another brand now by Pink's um Will Smith wife. I forgot her name. Jada Pinkett. Jada Pink. I'm like Pink Smith. Jada. <laughs> Jada. It's on Target. And I thought, you know, because it's her, 
it was going to be expensive, but the packaging is like nice colors and it's like affordable. You know, you have products for like six, $8. So the reason why I'm giving you all of these examples is because you can have a premium product at a low price, but you can also have a premium product at a higher price. And you can also have different tiers where yeah. one company like I have, I love everything premium, obviously is what I preach about and tell everybody about because of the experience I have because of the quality, but I have ranges from like in my company, premium pricing, but I also have lower tier because you can do an intensive strategy with me, Mm -hmm. or you can work six months to 12 months with me. You know, there are different services. However, the quality that you're getting It's premium because I bring something to the table. So you can apply this to products. You can apply it to services. You can apply this even, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the home edit. Have you watched that show, um, the home edit? Um, I don't think so. What is that about? So it's two, you should look it up on Instagram. Uh, It's two friends that they decided to start organizing homes and they have a book as well. If you look them up on Instagram, it's the home edit or, and you know, organization has always been something like low pay mm-hmm. and like not everybody do. But and, you know, a lot of Hispanic clean houses, you know, it's like what yeah. people think, you know, it's a low pay job. However, they change the story about it. So it's the home edit. And, you know, Marie Kondo as well. I don't know. If yeah, you know I've heard of her. Kondo. So Marie Kondo, it's all about, you know, um, sparkling joy and everything. Like I do. I watch that and. I did the whole declority, but I don't do like, thank you this. Thank you that. Like I didn't do the whole thing because <laughs> it did not align with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with the home edit, they tell you like, you don't have to declutter everything. You have to organize things. What, you know, have a system and they do everything by colors. It's so beautiful. Wow. They have a, um, um, they have products in um, the container store. So they changed the story about organizing. They've done the Kardashians. They, they done, um, I think it was Eva Longoria or wow. there was somebody, um, Hispanic that they did and they go to their homes and like organize the fridge, like the, the house and everything, different colors and container is so beautiful, but they changed the story about organizing. And I like to give that example because organizing and cleaning has always been like low tier, low pay, like Hispanic or like immigrants do. Let's be honest. That's what people say. (laughs) However, I always say, always, always tell people you can even be a dry cleaner. You can have a cleaning company and also be premium and the home edit. They did that organizing at a different level, higher, you know, everything looks premium. Everything looks nice. And now there's so many girls. There's so many people that got inspired to start a company organizing closets and things like that because of the home edit. Same wow. thing with dry cleaner. I was driving to the city and I saw this company called Jeeps um, dry cleaner. It said New York's and London finest dry cleaner automatically. Like I looked them up and I saw they do Chanel. They do so many luxury brands, but their pricing range from like 45 to like thousands. And you can have the same people that do dry cleaning for Chanel for you, you wow. know, so that's a dry cleaner. So yeah. I personally believe that anything can be premium, anything. Wow. That's amazing. And, um, oh my goodness, I feel like I could talk to you like forever, but I wanted to ask, so I have two things to ask. Cause you just, you just made me think about that fear sometimes that we have about investing in ourselves. Right. And a lot of times, you know, that you need that 
I guess, Excedrin, because to me, that's high premium because the other migraine stuff doesn't work. Just going back to what you said. And I think that sometimes we we don't really value ourselves. So we don't invest fully into what we know is going to help us. And so I just love that you were talking about like premium brands because, you know, that I mean, it, it, it can go into pretty much anything right that has to do with with growing or what you need or whatever, or what you want, right. Even like a purse or whatever. So I, I really, you just made me think a lot, like my, my light bulb turned on, but, um, so I, I do have another question just as like we wrap up, um, for the entrepreneur who is kind of just starting out, what are some practical things like let, you know, well, most entrepreneurs that kind of, Maybe they just are starting out. They don't have the financial backing or capital. So they're kind of just putting all their resources together. What could you tell them to really create a luxury premium brand that really reflects that with maybe limited resources? So I don't know if like yeah, there okay. are different there are different ways to do it. I would tell you that when you believe you have to believe in yourself. If you don't believe in yourself, you're not gonna it's not going to be contagious to anybody else. I invested in HoneyBook, which is like a contract and proposal without even having any clients because I wanted the experience to be premium. I've invested in a photo shoot in the middle of the pandemic. Um, I had to pay a class. Um, actually, no, I did another class, but um, my uh, mother-in-law, she's a like a makeup artist and teacher. And I did an online class with her because they were not doing makeup at that time. So I had to learn how to do my makeup for a professional photo shoot and like hair and all of that. Why am I telling you all of this? Because there are ways that you should try. The, ans- the question is not, or the answer is like, well, I don't have money. It's like, what can you do to make it happen? Mm-hmm. Can you get a client in the meantime? Can you sell stuff on Facebook Marketplace to make it happen? Can you go to one of those stores where you get, you know, money back for your clothes? Like there's so many ideas that you can do. Can you cut back? So I will start first with what's available to you. Sell stuff on the Facebook Marketplace. Like I didn't. Money from like my first mentors came from there. Things that you don't use, you know, do a, what do they call when you like a garage sale? I would start with that first. Cause if you, I burst, I personally was determined to work with someone and I didn't have the money at that time. And then I came back to her and said, you know what? Now I'm ready. And it was hard, but what are you willing to do? Because if you just take it like, you know, I don't have the resources right now. Well, how can you make the resources happen? If you are doing like a service-based business, then you know, you don't need to invest in anything. Just start doing beta tests, just start doing free, get testimonials. And then, you know, try telling family and friends, don't be embarrassed, don't be shy, do cold calling, do everything that you can with what you know first. And then from there, money's going to come. If you put yourself into it, it's going to happen because I didn't. And I did it in the middle of the pandemic. There was limited resources, but I said, okay, I can't spend the money that I have, but how can I get more money? I canceled so many memberships. I stopped eating out. I stopped buying stuff, unnecessary stuff that I didn't need. Uh, I think I even canceled one of my cards just so everything just bounced. And mm-hmm. 
you know, they start calling me and I'm like, oh yeah, I don't need that membership. Oh, I don't need that. I don't need that. So then I got rid of so many things and, you know, there are, are people that are willing to do it for testimonials. So find a photographer that you like their work maybe, and that they are an intern or they need it for the portfolio. You can start with that. You yeah. can start. Um, I did that too. Like I didn't have money to invest in things. And then I was like, you know, what well, can we do an exchange? Can we do something? Um, and you have to be careful. I got to say about that because it only worked with certain people, to be honest, because some people will take advantage of you and it would never be the same. Many the maybe the person is over delivering or maybe you are. So there has to be like, you know, a limit yeah. to that. Um or that both parties feel comfortable. But those are some of the ideas. But if you have an idea and you want to make it happen, there are funds. Um, I'm actually in the middle of like helping clients with pitching, you know, to get grants, to get funds. There's so many ways. There are so many ways, especially because I know this is like Hispanic and Latino community. There are so many ways for you to make it happen. So I don't want you to think like, oh, I can't right now. I don't have the resources. How are you going to get the resources? And then set the de- set the deadline. And even for branding, you know, um, you can go to my Instagram and see kind of like how I do photo shoots and like have a color that is consistent. Don't wake up today with blue and then tomorrow with green, you know, think about colors that you like in the middle. In the meantime, I'm sorry, while you are trying to, you know, book somebody to help you with branding, there are like color palettes that you can get inspired from Pinterest. There are free ways that you can start making content, you know, consistent. You don't need a website right away. Although I do websites, but I didn't launch my business with a website, even though I know how to do websites. Um, so don't get into like the shiny object syndrome and mm-hmm. things that you see online. Just do what moves the needle on your business. If what moves the needle in your business is getting visibility or getting clients, the number one thing that you need to do at the beginning is lead generation. Lead generation, uh, positioning your brand, getting visible out there, using Facebook groups, using every free resource that you have available to you. Don't make the mistake of buying all the courses of the world because I did that. Um, and you're just not going to finish them. It's going to get overwhelmed and you're just not going to finish them. Because if you ask me, I purchased so many courses, you know, you get the film and you get like, oh my gosh, I want no. And then I was like, you know what? Not more courses. I'm just learning best with people. So it's like, what are you willing to do? And how long do you want to accomplish? Because I am going to tell you that I did the DIY way for so many things, but I did get overwhelmed. So maybe I purchased a course for, I don't know, something. And then at the end, I ended up contacting the person saying, Hey, how how can I work with you one-on-one? Because your course is amazing, but I don't have the time to do this. I need more. Mm -hmm. So just think about that because I'm not saying courses are wrong or anything. I love them, but it depends where you are. Maybe you took all the courses. Maybe you don't need a course and maybe you just need somebody strategically to tell you exactly what you need to do based on where you are right now. Wow. I, I love that. Like, what are you willing to do? And I can just tell from hanging out with you for, for this time that you are an amazing mentor to have. So, um, as we wrap up, is there anything else that you want to share on your heart? I'll have you share like all your, your social media, all that in case people want to, I definitely recommend you go follow her and check her out. Uh, because 
you're like super smart. I'm like, wow. I'm like just soaking everything in that you're saying. We all are. We just have to put it to work. We are. We have this, you know, we just have to put it to work. It takes you. It's not going to come from one day to another one. It's like I tell I'm constantly like I constantly would listen to things like my husband will make fun of me saying like something's going to happen in your ears because you always have a headphone on. (laughs) Like if I'm doing laundry, I'm listening to something. So it's not like I'm very disciplined. Mm-hmm. Um, and even though I work from home, like right now I have an office at home. I took over my daughter's room um, <laughs> and I'm very disciplined. Like when I'm here, I'm in here. Like mm-hmm. there can be dishes there. I'm not going to do them while I'm working. Like I'm working. So you need to be very disciplined as well. So that's like one of the things that I can tell you that has helped me the most be disciplined and you know don't multitask you should have a mind of multitasking so that you know that you're capable of doing it especially us you know <laughs> latinas <laughs> we juggle um, everything <laughs> but you should con like batch like mm-hmm. whether it's content whether it's client work you know if you have an agency or if you're ju- if you're a mentoring you should just batch mm-hmm. and have like theme days. Like Tuesdays and Thursdays are cold days for me. Monday and Wednesday is like agency work. And Friday, it's like recording um, partnerships and networking events and things like that for me and also self-care. So I have theme days. And within that as well, I have specific that, okay, on Monday, I'm going to work on agency, but what am I going to really be doing? And mm-hmm. I block that time. If it's not on my calendar, it's the, it doesn't happen. Even my sister, dad, mom, anybody knows if it's not on my calendar, it's just not going to happen. Your calendar is your boss. So that's the one thing I want to share. So good. So where can people find you? You're amazing. I know people want to know, like, where is this woman at? So your website, social, all that good stuff. Yeah. um, My name is a little weird, (laughs) but it's (laughs) Rosalvi Marte. I thought it was pretty when I heard it, when I read it. Thank you. It's unique. Um, um, my name is Rosalvi Marte. You can find me at rosalvimarte.com and that's double S. So R-O-S-S-A-L-V-I-M-A-R-T-E.com. Same thing on Instagram. So all social media, if you look Rosalvi Marte, you're going to find me. Um, and yes, I'm so happy. I'm so thankful that you are having me here and I really enjoyed this conversation. Yeah. Thank you. Guys, please go check out Rosalvi. Go see what she's doing. You can learn a lot from her. I know that you learned a lot. You're going to have to go listen to this episode again and take notes because it was so good. Uh, Thank you again, Rosalvi, for blessing us with your time. Thank you. Hey girl, wasn't that episode so empowering and inspiring? Hey, do me a favor, share this episode with the women in your life because something powerful happens when we lift each other up. You can share this episode with your amigas by texting them the link, posting it on social, and you can also tag me in your stories on IG at the Fearless Mujer Podcast. I'll make sure to give you a shout out. And hey, if you haven't left a review for the Fearless Mujer Podcast and you have Apple, go ahead and leave me a review. Let me know that you're loving this podcast. All right, girl. God bless.